Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Where I do think we should be harsh, and uh, I feel also quite strongly about that, is shopping malls. If you are going to allow protesters in to be screaming and singing through your shopping centers, making other patrons feel uncomfortable, I think that is a problem. But uh, what is the situation? That's just a feeling of mine. That's my opinion. What does the law say? Well, Mike Wellbeloved is a director at For Mark Marshall Wellbeloved, specializing in a property and administrative law. Mike, a very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm well and yourself? I am well, thank you. So we know a couple of Sundays ago there was an incident, alleged incident at Santon City where protesters tried to enter the mall. Security guards didn't allow them to do that. There was a bit of uh, social media mutterings about it, but ultimately that was that. We also know at the uh, in Rosebank, I think it was at the zone, but I can't be absolutely certain, there were protesters outside and they eventually came in. We saw footage of of people marching through the shopping centers, uh, shopping centers singing and uh, making other people uncomfortable. What is the law? What does the law say around this type of uh, event? Well, the all of the malls will reserve the right to enter them, so they can stop people entering the mall right. in the in the circumstances in which they think that they would be a threat to their customer base. Um, especially in circumstances in which they're intimidating the, the patrons of the mall. So, but by the same token then, could the mall decide that we don't mind protesters marching through the mall, uh, if, if we choose to? Yes. So, I mean, because it is fundamentally private property, the owner of the property can choose to let anyone in that they want and, and, Really, you as a, a third party can't decide the mall's decisions for them necessarily. Right. So, uh, so it is absolutely their choice either way. So, if if they decide, uh, and and how does it generate? How does it generally work? Do we have a a policy? Does the mall have the responsibility to the patrons of the mall to make them to make sure that they are safe? That's an interesting question. I suppose that the, uh, the the fundamental assessment would be whether the mall caused an, an unsafe circumstances to arise and then and then someone's injury. What is interesting about the use of the mall and the, its concept as a public or pseudo public or private space is that if people are using it fairly, for example, to go to a post office or something like that, they should at all material times be allowed uh, access. And there was a there was a quite a well-known case some years ago with regard to the VNA waterfront in that regard. With regard to protests, though, I don't think you can credibly argue that a protest must happen on a public space. Mm-hmm. If it's reasonable, reasonably foreseeable that the people entering the premises will cause harm to others, there may be some sort of liability that, that arises, although typically that would just be borne by the protesters. Uh, I, I think it would be quite a hard case to run to hold the law, the uh, more liable in those circumstances. 
So is it therefore more of a case of, well, if, if we're not happy with the way the zone in, in Rosebank, uh, if, if, I think that was where, where this took place, if we're not happy with that, then, then we've got to, uh, you know, decide whether we're going to use that more, whether we are, whether we are going to, uh, you know, whether to go there or not. But the reality is there's not much we can say about it. Well, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's absolutely right. I think if the mall is doing something that you don't like, just as they have every right to let people to access or, or exit it, you're entitled to just not use it. Mm. Um, an interesting analogy, well, uh, uh, although the mall is the, the private space, I noted that when I came on, you were speaking about the Woolworths incident. Mm. Now, mm. the Woolworths incident is a classic case of intimidation, which is, in fact, an offense in terms of the Intimidation Act. Uh, which provides that any act, any circumstance which causes a person to perceive that they will be assaulted or injured in order for them to move from a point of view or a, a view is, is a criminal act and is liable to uh, a fine or conviction upon conviction. And that's, that's an interesting element of our law, but that's often not um, pursued by organizations, I think, because of the perception that the, the police won't really investigate them. Well, that, because that to me was very interesting. If they've made this public statement saying we have a credible threat and that impacts on the safety of our employees and our customers, surely the, uh, the police reading that, I mean, and I know that, uh, we don't live in a, in, in, in a perfect environment with regard to law enforcement, but surely somebody reading that says, hold on a minute, Woolworths, which is a significant company, making this, they're not going to make that allegation lightly at all. They must have evidence uh, showing that that threat. They're not just going to – I think it would be very, very uh, surprising if they just made that statement out the blue. Therefore, they must have something. Surely there's an obligation to follow the law in that regard? Yes, there should be. If, if a criminal complaint were lodged, the police would have to investigate it and hopefully arrest anyone who did do anything of that nature. But the, but will the police go to them or do they have to lay the charge? They would have to lay the charge. So yeah, that's one of the, the things that we often advise our clients when faced by situations like this is your first port of call is to actually go to the police even if there is the perception that they won't do anything. And only, and after that you have, um, um, uh, sort of many options available to you. If the police are doing nothing, you can approach a, a, the, the high court yourself. And, but that is the, the starting for, uh, the starting point is the police are the only ones that are directly empowered to intervene in these circumstances. Mm, mm. And I would think that they're under obligation to do that. I would imagine that, uh, that they are. I think they need to, you make, once you've made that kind of a statement, I do need to, I do believe that they need to report the threat to the police. That's my thoughts on it. I'd love yours. Uh, we are talking about both the mall and Woolworths. That was Mike Wellbeloved. He's a director at Vermont Marshall Wellbeloved, specializing in property and administrative law.